have you heard this theory that the ancient Egyptians may have sailed over here to the land that we now call the United States of America? I'm Joshua P. Warren, and I have heard, oh, many ideas about other cultures coming here long before Columbus. Uh, for example, the, the Vikings or the Knights Templar or the Mayans. And I have no doubt personally that other cultures came here before Columbus, quote unquote, discovered the new world in 1492. Uh, I mean, after all, when he got here, you know, there were people here. And <laughs> so, I mean, I, I just, I feel strongly that there is an entire untold history of, of previous visits. But I don't think I'd ever heard that the, the ancient Egyptians made the trip until just recently. And I'm going to tell you why some people believe this. And uh, and also how you can help me as I look for evidence on the Internet to uh, to determine whether or not there is something to this theory. And uh, let me say right off the bat that um, I w not too long ago, I was listening to Steve Quell on the radio and Steve Quell, uh, if you don't know, he is a guy who specializes and uh, sort of obscure arcane history and, you know, this kind of topic and and like the remains of ancient giants and, and ancient aliens and, and that kind of thing. And I remember him saying not too long ago that you can find ancient Egyptian DNA in some of the North American, Native American tribes like the Apaches. And I thought that was pretty remarkable when he said that. And so I got online and I tried to see if I could find, you know, anything to verify that. And I wasn't successful, actually, in finding anything credible uh, to verify that. So I don't know. I mean, he comes up with some stuff that's pretty out there. So I, it, that may or may not be true. I don't know. But I had heard that. And, and you know, if you find more information on that, feel free to send it to me. But that's not the main thing I want to talk to you about because... The crux of this podcast is that on April the 3rd of this year, 2023, I was listening to George Norrie, host of Coast to Coast AM, interview a man named James Martin, and he is a British historian. Uh, apparently, according to his bio, he has some pretty impressive credentials that uh, he has taught for a number of academic institutions such as Oxford and uh, Northern College. And he has this new book out. It's called Uncharted, A Rediscovered History of Voyages to the Americas Before Columbus. Okay. And as he was talking, one of the things that he brought up that caught my attention as, as some evidence for this. And, and, and I have no doubt that technologically the ancient Egyptians could have built a, a ship and, and made it here. I don't think that's, the, that's a problem. But one of the things that he said was, was critical in, uh, in understanding the evidence is that uh, apparently the only place that had corn 
maize, M-A-I-Z-E, you know, like corn on the cob, was the Americas. That you didn't have that in in ancient Egypt or uh, or I guess anywhere near. I I don't know. I've never looked into it, but I think he said that it's only in the Americas, and that if you go and you look at these uh, carvings and these ancient Egyptian temples, that they have carvings of corn on the cob. And, uh, you know, it's found in, in certain murals and it's found on papyrus and that kind of thing. And he said that uh, that it's not like that it could have been carried over by by a bird, that that's, you know, that's impossible. And he said that um, corn on the cob doesn't float. So it's not like it floated over there across the ocean. He actually said that um, as an Englishman or something like that, that he uh, he enjoys boiling his corn on the cob and that from he knows that it it sinks when you put it in water but he said even if it floated in salt water the salt water would deteriorate it so his his, one of his arguments is that like look there are all these depictions of corn on the cob if that's only found in the americas how would they have have known about that right and i thought well that's that's pretty intriguing actually I, I honestly don't think I'd ever heard that before. And uh, before I get into sort of, you know, the, the the evidence that's being presented for this, it is interesting to note that in the Holy Bible, in the book of Genesis, in chapter 42, the first verse is, Now, when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt... Jacob said unto his sons, why do ye look one upon another? So that's kind of intriguing. And and corn is mentioned a number of times in the Bible. The problem, of course, with considering that any kind of evidence is that, well, we have to deal with translation issues and you know whether or not at some point they were talking about grain and it was translated into corn. But, you know, but it's still kind of kind of interesting and noteworthy. All right. So. As soon as I um, I finished listening to this fella talk about this, um, I jumped online and I said, well, I'd like to see some uh, examples of this, right? So I just typed in ancient Egypt and corn and searched, and then I, I, then I did a search for ancient Egypt and corn on the cob, and then ancient Egypt and maize, M-A-I-Z-E, and I wasn't seeing anything popping up that was obviously looking to me like corn or, you know, corn on the cob. And, uh, so I, I was, I I figured if he was emphasizing this, then there should be more that pops up. So I actually decided, well, you know what, I'm going to buy this guy's book cause I, so I got onto Amazon here and I bought it as a Kindle. So you can get that instantly. Right. And again, this book is called uh, Uncharted, A Rediscovered History of Voyages to the Americas Before Columbus. I think it just came out like April 3rd of 2023. And so in this book, uh, you know, and of course, I just literally bought this like 10 minutes ago and I just started scanning through because there's this chapter that's called uh, Corn in Egypt. 
Egyptians in the Americas. So I was like, okay, well, that's what I'm looking for. I mean, and, you know, he says there's all kinds of other evidence, but this is one thing in particular that just, you know, is easy for us to, to wrap our minds around if indeed there's something to it. So in this section here, it is written in his book, um, we do not have to Okay, no, he says, from the evidence that has been garnered from ancient Egyptian temple carvings, New World maize reached the Middle East at the apparent dawn of civilization. We do not have to rely on the carvings of maize to prove that it was a common crop in ancient Egypt. Actual corn cobs have been found very early on when Egyptology was in its infancy. As early as 1819, Egyptian archaeologist J.J. Rifald, and that's spelled R-I-S-A-U-D, J.J. Rifald, reported that maize had been found inside a sarcophagus, a previously unopened casket that was nearly 3,000 years old. The earliest carvings of corn cobs occur in tombs that were constructed during the reign of Pharaoh Snefru which goes back to, you know, like 20, 26, 20 BCE. All right. Uh, so I'm like, well, let's see a picture of this. You know, let's, let, let's see uh, a picture of anything. And so I start, you know, uh, clicking through here. And uh, there actually, there's only one picture in this whole chapter. And... It's not a picture that shows any of this. Okay, he doesn't have one picture in here that shows corn, and I was I was surprised. I mean, it's like, well, why would you talk about this as you know a piece of evidence, but you're not showing it to me? And then he goes on to say, um, American historian Gunnar Thompson. And his colleagues have established conclusively that the ancient Egyptians farmed maize extensively at a very early date. The evidence they have discovered demonstrates that maize farming was firmly established along the Nile River by about 5000 BCE. A revelation that will come as a profound shock to traditional minded academics all across the world. Thompson and his team have identified over 400 corn cobs. In carvings in the ancient tubes, the ancient tombs, or drawn on the papyrus scrolls of Egypt. Several hundred more have been identified on artifacts from a variety of archaeological sites situated elsewhere in the Middle East, such as uh, in Babylon, ancient Iraq. Uh, okay, 400 corn cobs. Well, where are these pictures? There are no pictures that I can see at this point uh, in this book, certainly not in this Kindle uh, chapter. You know, I, again, there's another picture, um, and it just, this just looks, looks like a picture of some shards of ceramics or something, And I, I, but it doesn't, I mean, I don't, even, I don't even know why this picture is here. So I, I was like, okay, fine. So he says, American historian Gunnar Thompson established that uh, there are 400 of these. All right, so 
I, I did a search on Gunnar Thompson. Turns out on Amazon, there is a book written by Gunnar Thompson. It's uh, And his name is spelled G-U-N-N-A-R-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. G-U-N-N-A-R, Gunnar Thompson. And he wrote a book that is not uh, available as a Kindle. So it's only a paperback. Um, but it's called Ancient Egyptian Maze. And again, maze is spelled M-A-I-Z-E. And on the front of this book, which was published in 2010, there is a depiction of, you know, the typical, you know, Egyptian pharaoh in the headdress like King Tut. And then on either side is this beautiful illustration of uh, a stalk of, corn you know with with the leaves peeled back and here's the corn on the cob with the the little wispy things hanging off the tip i don't know what you call those um all right fine and then then on the back of the book the back cover has finally one of these depictions uh that supposedly show corn and uh it says here about this picture, this is an illustration of, you know, an old Egyptian figure and profile standing next to a column of various uh, hieroglyphs. And it says, Indian corn in Egypt, Deir el-Bari, which is spelled D-E-I-R-E-L-B-A-H-R-I, circa 1470 B.C., a mural in the Queen's Temple Museum at Deir al-Bari has three maize cobs. The cobs of Indian corn can be identified by the shape of the yellow cobs, parallel rows of large kernels, and green husk leaves. This illustration shows a reconstruction of the carved limestone mural by Howard Carter. It was copied on site circa 1895 and completed in London. Although Carter must have recognized the distinctive maize plants on the mural, the author is the first scholar to identify the enigmatic yellow fruit in the offering display as the New World maize plant. Okay, so right off the bat, this is not a picture of anything that was actually produced by the Egyptians. It is a rendition. And yet, even when I look at this, I am not convinced that I'm looking at corn on the cob. Um, and if you want to see what I'm looking at, well, just go to Amazon and type in uh, Ancient Egyptian Maze, M-A-I-Z-E, by Gunnar Thompson. And, uh, yeah, G-U-N-N-A-R, Gunnar Thompson. And then be, be sure you look at the back of the book, not the front cover. So what I'm looking at here that they are showing on the back cover of this book, which you would expect to be the very best evidence that you're going to to offer in a book called Ancient Egyptian Maze, it shows something that, okay, how do I describe this? It, honestly, to me, uh, it kind of looks like a spearhead or something. You know, it's sort of like a just a, a long pointed shape. And at the bottom... It's got some little markings as if it has some texture to it. 
and so he is looking at this and saying, well, here is the corn on the cob with the husk around it, um, partially around it. But I, I, I just, it, it, what's weird, what's interesting is that this does not look like the illustrations on the front of the book that actually look like corn. <laughs> okay. So I'm not convinced by what I'm seeing here so far that um that this is a depiction of of corn. Not to mention the fact that it's not an actual image directly taken from an Egyptian papyrus or Egyptian petroglyphs. So I guess, you know, the re- one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast was to to bring to your attention that this is a very interesting concept that if we have definitive proof that uh, the ancient Egyptians had corn on the cob and we can't figure out how they would have gotten it other than to come to, you know, what is, what is the Americas now? Um, I mean, that's, that's pretty shocking. Uh, I mean, to think that, that somebody, you know, some Egyptians, ancient Egyptians may have made it here to this country and back. And brought corn, corn with them, and corn that was in good enough shape that you know it could be, uh, I guess, depicted this way, and you know possibly even used as a as a small crop. I, I don't know, but I got a problem here at this point. I'm not saying that I, I don't believe that what they're telling me is not. I don't believe what they're telling me is correct. I'm just saying I at this point. By jumping on the internet and searching for ancient Egyptian evidence of, of corn or maize, uh, it, it, it so far is not giving me any good pictures of authentic, credible, I mean like scholarly, verified uh, papyrus or, or carvings that to me very obviously look like corn on the cob. So, I'm tossing this out to you because if any of you are able to jump online and and find and I'm I'm not talking about like some kind of like fringe alternative you know, underground news source. I mean, like if you can find something that's got the the stamp of official academia on it that depicts an illustration or a carving from ancient Egypt that appears to show conclusive corn on the cob. I would like to see that. So uh, you can go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com and just uh, scroll down to the bottom of the page. You'll find my email address there where you can contact me and I read every single email. I certainly do not have the ability to reply to everyone but I do my best to read every single one. So there you go. I hope you uh, found that interesting. And uh, I also hope that you will uh, join me for my regular podcast, which I'm doing now on a weekly basis called Strange Things. Just go to strangethingsshow.com, strangethingsshow.com. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.